Welcome to the Nat and Sarah Show, where we aim to touch, move, and inspire you every single week. Really? We're really going to introduce our own show? Maybe we should leave it to the pro. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay. One second, ladies. Here we go. Sarah Maxwell and Natalie Cook are experts in visualization and deliberate use of the law of attraction. As dynamic world athletes representing Canada and Australia in beach volleyball, they honed in on achievement at the highest level. Winning an Olympic gold medal on her home beach of Bondi is a pinnacle example. Their powerful techniques transmute the spiritual to the tangible, allowing thousands of their community members to bring their vision boards to life. Recently, they've taken their expertise on the road as the full-time family, where they inspire, coach, and lead people to create their unique, deliberate family life using a simplified three-step process. Welcome to the Nat and Sarah Show. Join us for twice-weekly episodes. Each week, Nat and Sarah will teach us how to deliberately create results in all areas of life using their unique three-step process. Not only that, they'll also sit down with some of their favorite high achievers who have manifested what most merely dream about. Are you a member of the community? Go to bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah show to download your three-step journal to follow along with each workshop style teaching episode and get ready to take action on your inspirations. Ho, ho, ho. It's Christmas time. How could you tell? Well, if you can see us, now if you're in your car listening to a podcast, you have to go and check out what we look like because it's Christmas time and I've got a Santa sack full of presents that I could give to you and you and you and you and you've got a Santa sack. Wait, tell them how you do that with Jordan when you convinced her that she could receive gifts from overseas. How did you convince her of that? Well, we learned a pretty cool trick. Now, if you have children or grandchildren overseas, we learned this cool trick that you wrap a present in the, and then you wrap it at the other end of the FaceTime, right? Or however you do Skype or Zoom. And you wrap it the same. It has to be the same. So red paper is really good. Make sure it's similar dimensions. And then what you do is actually throw it through the screen and it comes out the other way right so that's cool if you can get that so I'd throw it at the screen now and it would come out in Canada for our little nephew Caleb and he would get it the same like, until Jordan then asks me mom how does it how really does work it really work and, and then, see Nat and I okay, the magic of Christmas see, we have this debate and I want to know if anybody else out there because Nat and I disagree on this Nat is into the magic of Christmas and I'm into the truth of Christmas <laughs> So we've had a couple, um, Nat's giving me the long eye sometimes, when I want to tell Jordan the real story of Santa. At the age of three, she wants to say that Santa (gasps) is a symbol. Like, yes, hello, I'm 44 and I still believe that Santa isn't a symbol. That Santa is a real magical, we went to his village, we saw him. Mm -hmm. He's finished, which is funny because the minute I told... 
Finnish, like Finland. Uh, and when I told my family in Canada that we went to where Santa was from, they're like, Santa's from Canada. So I thought that's just hilarious in its own right. So I guess the truth of Santa is um, in your own imagination. Well, okay. when you really understand that when you get a Christmas card from when you're Australian and you write on a Christmas card, we never really questioned why there was a snowman on the Christmas card. And here in Australia right now, we are melting. I know. I'm taking this off. My head. Yeah. Look, I don't... Oh, debatable what's better. Okay, that's my workout hair. Well, lucky you're listening on a podcast unless you're watching us and this is ho, ho, ho Do Christmas time. Do they know how to listen time. to us? Did you say? No. Go to bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah show. Go to Facebook and get on our YouTube. That's how it is. That's how you see us in our Christmas outfits. Yeah, because our beauty, you know, we prepared a long time for today and this is not at all what we plan to talk about because today I know... I do want to say that we give massive value because you just gave them that most incredible Christmas magic tip. of Christmas tip. But the things that we thought could be really special this Christmas is to really encompass and become present to the Christmas that you're having. Because what we've noticed is that a lot of people are ready to kind of throw in the towel, sweep 2019 under the carpet, and head into 2020. So we thought we'd talk today about the joys of really, truly being able to enjoy your Christmas and maybe some little hacks in there too. So when I told Nat what I wanted to talk about on today's podcast, I wanted to share that being Canadian and being in Australia for 20 years, the only time where I miss home is Christmas. So you could translate that as the only time I'm not present <laughs> Not exactly, but you know what I'm saying. I'm really not present around Christmas because I'm wanting to be somewhere where I'm not. And I told Nat, yeah, I'd really like to talk about that because I feel like I've really grown a lot. And she's like, no, you haven't. You still want to be there. So, Natalie, cook. What I feel I'm experiencing, the fact that my brother sent photos of a beautiful snowfall in Quebec, Canada. And I saw it, and maybe I played White Christmas, maybe I did that in my car, and the dial said 40 degrees Celsius in Australia, maybe that happened. However, what I did notice is that I wasn't present. And for me, that's the definition of being in the here and now, is really noticing when you're not, and having that awareness and consciousness. Natalie Cook. Do you have anything to say about it? Well, as you were doing White Christmas, I'm singing Jingle Bells in the Rusty Holden Ute. Right. And then I'm sending that back to Canada. So all these family affairs, this is a time, really a time for a family and celebrating with the ones we love. And sometimes, sometimes we get to Christmas. We're so excited to be around family. And then what happens? We're not so excited? Well, you know. So this is not us, by the way. This is people we know. We are always excited, and what we're about to share is not us at all. So, Mom, relax. Bev, <laughs> yeah. relax. In case the family hear it. But, no, there's, I always hear, oh, I've got to go to the in-laws, and then when um, there's blended families, so they're separated parents, and so you could have to go to oh, four, yeah. sometimes more, in one day. Oh, that's my family. You're right. And we're I, back. Yeah. <laughs> no, but then I hear about how they have to go in the same day, and imagine 40-degree heat. It's exhausting. Dragging kids. Dra so you do it because that's what you do at Christmas, but you're not really enjoying it. So this Christmas, really get present to enjoying every single moment and maybe cut out a visit. 
maybe choose one, maybe rotate, like what we have to do because of geography. We are in Australia one year mm. and can, can it, Canada. And Canada White Christmas the next. So Sorry, family. So we do, wherever we are, we are fully present. Mm. And we love the snow when we're in Canada. More so after being in Switzerland, falling in love with the snow. Now I can ski on it. That's so super cool. And being present and enjoying the Aussie barbecue, not just on the barbie, but the heat is just, like, you've got to have a pool. But all that to say is be present with your family. Really tell them and express how much you love them. Even if there's moments where it doesn't feel like that, this is a time to wrap our arms around our family and our oh. friends. And we have two. We're, we're oh, hugging. We're hugging on the on, on the call. Yeah. Okay. So we have two friends that one's from Brazil and one's from Austria, and they don't have family here, so they're coming over. So embrace some strays. That's how we met. I just I embraced you that's, as a stray that's twenty so years ago. There you go. You and your mother felt sorry for me, but it's true because Nat's family. Um, I have heard you say many times that sometimes you feel like that you're so small as a family, but what that allows you guys to do is you are you're really open arms. You don't have this kind of like um, attachment for how Christmas has to go, and that you know, like sometimes these ingrained. Um, big families like there's these running traditions and you don't want anything to impact or change them whereas I felt that you guys just opened you know open arms you brought me and my beach volleyball partner Marie in and next thing you know married she had a plan (laughs) Um, it didn't exactly go like that but honestly and I think I've told my mom this so mom don't worry about this but this was my very first Christmas away from home and me and my beach volleyball partner Marie-André were having the best time with Nat and her family we went horseback riding we went surfing golfing golfing we did it was we had the best time and so when my mom called I really put it on oh mom oh it's terrible so hot um but yes, of course at that moment look this is really the, the thing that I was learning and and here to grow in by coming to Australia was this sense of that's funny my mom said this to me she's like you're so funny talking about presence because your whole issue in life was that you were always trying to be where you were not and isn't that funny because I it's like I almost don't remember it anymore but that's my mom's experience of me growing up is that I was always trying to when I was at primary school, I wanted to go to high school. When I was at high school, I was starting to play with the, the volleyball team from college, and then all I wanted to do was be at college. And then I wanted to be at uni in Vancouver, you know, and I was always sort of moving and trying to be where I wasn't. And it was only when I played on the FIVB tour, now I don't know if you went through this as well, but I noticed that one weekend I'd be playing in, like, Stavanger, Norway, and while I was there in this beautiful country with fjords, I was dreaming about Barcelona. Or I was dreaming about another country that we were going to play in. And it was only then that I really got the message that I was never, ever present in the country that I was in. It was really noticeable. And and that's that began that journey of, hey, imagine if I could be present. Because, because I wasn't. I was so anxious. I was always, like, projecting. I had expectations, and they never seemed to fulfill. And so I call that the disappointment loop. I was just in this loop of disappointment all the time. And so, Mom, I've come a long way. And then I gave you a book called Wherever You Are, There You Are. Wherever You Go, There, there You, you are. are. And uh, Sarah oh, then God. left it in a hotel room. So it's there. There she is in the hotel room. And clearly at the she's... You should go online and watch because you're getting a good eye roll here. If you want to know how to eye roll your partner, 
It is quite, you know, I don't know whether it's a um, coincidence that, of course, we give presents to people. Oh, that's we a good We give one. presents. Cutie, that's your deep, that's your deep, deep thought for the year. Yeah, no, you got shocked. 2009. <laughs> when we wrap, that's I can wrap an empty tissue box and say, here's my presents. Oh my it's God, perfect. That's really good. Because you, if you are there in the moment, enjoying the laughs, the tears, the reflections, let's look at the reflections of 2019. And of course, they're not all going to be great, but that's okay too. You can either choose to bring some of them up and discuss how to make them better, or you can just forget those ones and celebrate the good ones because most people will only focus on the things that went wrong. Mm. But I guarantee if you sit down with a pen and a piece of paper, and for some it may be difficult, but you will find things to be grateful for. You will find things that went right in your life. And that's what you want to pay your attention to and give your presence to the things that went right, the things that made you feel good, so that you can bring more of that when it's time into 2020. Not yet. We're not there yet. And enjoy each other's company. I love that you said that about things going right because I truly believe that that's a a skill. It's not that things are always going right, but are you a searcher for them? Are you looking for them? I believe that at a very early age we hone into looking for things that are wrong or not good enough. And so we're sort of like we've got a PhD in that. So searching for things that are right is a skill too and a muscle that we need to build. And so we really encourage you to, as Nat said, reflect back. Like I did a workout a couple days ago and the trainer said something great. I had never met her before. And we're in the workout and everybody's making the typical complain jokes just before this boot camp session. And Nat, if you were there, you would have been like complaining in your element. Like this is like Nat. I only realized that this was a DNA thing until I worked out with her mother once. It was the funniest thing because they were identical in the complaining. So, But you know what it was like? It's like just sort of like this warm-up to the exercise. Anyway, everyone's doing that thing, making jokes. Oh, can I survive this? This is what I did last night. Anyway, and you know what she said? She goes, you know, some people don't even have legs to work out. And some people's hearts don't work. And I later found out that she had a hole in her heart. And that she works with disabled people. And that's why for her, she feels like it's such a gift to be able to sweat, to be able to work out, to have her heart pumping. And man, did it quiet the room. (laughs) Because we really got it. It was like, whoa, we could appreciate this. And we weren't looking for the fact that our legs were moving, that our heart was beating. Those were things we just took for granted. Mm. So what can you be grateful for? And use it as a practice, pen to paper it, month by month. Yeah, and we put filters on our photos to make ourselves look better, right? So how do we put a filter on our brain so that we can feel better and choose and be more thoughtful of the thoughts showing up, right? How do we put a filter on our brain that's a positive filter so that we can look at the positive things that happen in our life more often? So there, boom. Did you just say a second really profound thing? Sarah has this dis... A myth or this disbelief in me. No, I don't. a myth that I say one. No, you just said two. I know. That's why I'm shocking you. One (laughs) profound thing a year. So I've just said two. No, you normally say all your profound things on stages to other people, which I go to and I find them very profound too. People, it's really interesting when I go watch Nat speak because people look at me 
And I think, why are they doing, why do they do that? And I'm laughing louder than everybody else. I think I'm just right there with it. So I'm not really sure why they're looking at me and what they're trying to glean. But um, I'm totally See if I'm legit, if I'm like that, I'm like yeah. that all the time when I'm off the stage. See, I'm funny and I'm profound. So um, I always want to go, I want to, I want to give up something for 2020. Oh. Yeah, up for that? Are you up for giving something up? I don't know. I I've been hear watching. What yours is I've been watching my four-year-old wrap Christmas. Our four-year-old, not mine. Our four-year-old wrap Christmas presents, and she's wrapping all by herself. She wants to. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. And she folds the ends in, and she turns the whole um, wrapping over and puts her sticky tape on all by herself. Right, and then. You can see her, you let her go and she does it and then all of a sudden she starts losing it. It's not perfect. So I want to give up perfection for 2020. I think like, I don't know whether we've trained it in her, whether she's seen it in us. I know you're a perfectionist. I know I can be. I'm not as much. Recovering? Yeah. So I hope we need to get Jordan recovering. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to give up. That's why I do actually wrap my Christmas presents in perfect. You do? Yes. So that's good. You're going to move it to all areas of your life. All areas. Awesome. Boom. That's my give up. I like that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this is similar. I don't know if they're related, but I'll give up being attached to things, meaning being attached Mm -hmm. to how they turn out. That's a bit perfectionistic. I think that's part of woven in there. But giving up, um, yeah, an expectation of how things have to go. And when I've got one then I'm just going to give it up right then because I think all the upset really occurs in that expectation. Because I think it does, doesn't mean it's not going to show up. It's no. uh, I heard the other day a new phrase. It's a game of catch. It's a, Remember when we played catch as a kid, catch the ball, throw the ball, game of catch. We played catch with our pet, our pet dog that we don't have, imaginary. Um, but I've seen it happen. Um, and it's catching yourself when those moments come up mm. and choosing something different. So... Let me just, let me distinguish something, and this will really help people because this is every because see how Nat was like, hey, let me just clarify the fact that if you don't expect anything, the key is that my expectation and the upset has nothing to do with my commitments. So the commitment that I have for my life still exists. All the things that were there yesterday are still there, and this can be great for. Well, I'm not. I was about to move <laughs> forward, but I caught myself. Playing catch. catch. So, on our episode before 2020, perhaps I'll talk about that. But don't expect it because you never know. So, on that note, we are going to let you all go to have a wonderful, merry, merry Christmas. Eat turkey. In Australia, we eat prawns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We have a prawn. AKA shrimps in other parts of the world. A prawn, cold prawn salad with mango. With mango and I, I know. See, when she's in Canada, she yearns for that, but not anymore. She's given that up. Um, she told you right here. She's right where she is. So go and enjoy church. Go and enjoy family. Go and enjoy food. Go and enjoy presents. Mm, Be present. Good. I like that. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah show if you want a visual, if you want to join the community, because guess what? This community just keeps growing. Ho, 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 ho. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Don't forget to join the community at bit.ly slash the Nat and Sarah show to download your three-step journal and participate in weekly lives found only in our private group.
on, hold on, hold on. You've got to rate and review the show. And I know all the podcasts are always asking this. And in the past, I wasn't doing it. And the reason I wasn't doing it is because I actually didn't know how to do it. So open your podcast player and click on our show from your library, not the listen now. That's where I was going wrong in the past. So now that you know how to do it, when you go there, make sure you give us a five-star review. Five stars, five stars, five stars. And then click on write a review link to actually write a review so that you can tell other people that we're legit and even funny, maybe a bit serious. So if you want to recommend this to someone, you have to put your fingers on the keys and send us a review. Thanks.